This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan asking the questions that matter. Like, would you like to see Mike be a nurse? And also, how much did you pay or will you pay to get Christmas lights All right, put up? Two things, Mike. Okay. First off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you first. On okay, this. you tell me. I have a Cowboys question. Does it too, need to eventually. be a naughty nurse or like with Mike or is it just a, like just a, a regular, regular functional just nurse? Showing up and he has yeah. a, a thermometer and a My wife has major issues, which I think a lot of parents are dealing with this and also companies is she has a lot of people out sick. The oh. flu is tremendous right now. Yes. Like it is going around very strong. And so she has multiple people out of her office. She was already completely booked going into this day. And that doesn't include all the parents that are going to call. In fact, our kid is probably going to school for a half a day and then coming home because we're just trying to get him through part of the day because he's sick. And I think a lot of kids are sick right now. So there's probably going to be 10 to 15 parents call in and say, we got to come see you. Our kid's not feeling well. And she doesn't have any more time, but it's tough to turn down kids that are in sick, they're sick. They're yeah. they're not feeling well. So she's like, I'm totally booked. Gonna get more. Don't know where I'm gonna fit them in, and don't have the people here to really see them. So she's just gonna fight through it. So at times, I've always been frustrated with this. I think probably a lot of listeners are sometimes when you have an eleven o'clock appointment with a doctor and it's noon and you haven't been seen. You're like, what the hell's going on? Oh, all the time, yeah. And so that's what the hell is going on. Is at this <laughs> shorthanded, point, shorthanded, and totally booked. And now people are calling in, bringing in their their children that aren't feeling well. Still prefer the idea, naughty nurse Mike. Though. So my just, wife asked saying, me if I could be yeah. a nurse today and not go in and do sports talk radio and i said i can but i don't know i guess i could take the weight of the child and the temperature of the child Mm -hmm. and then say a real person who knows what the hell's going on we'll see a real doctor you're a real person mike i believe in you and then the other thing kevin is my new favorite twitter thing and i just tweeted this out and it got a response from sean already is seeing people tweet their pictures yeah. of their Christmas lights from their house and how much they paid to get them put up or how much it costs or whatever. This is awesome. So if you're if you're out there in the world today and you want to tweet at 1053SS and show him your Christmas lights, that man right there loves Christmas more than maybe more than anybody, Kevin. There's no way there's a there's a a hair a shred of Grinch in that guy. Wow! And he loves Christmas lights mm. and he wants to see your Christmas lights. He did tweet me back, Kevin, and he said, "Why do you have to be an a hole after such a lovely crosstalk?" <laughs> and so I just wanted to let everybody know: send more Christmas lights oh, so that he that can have more joy and more holiday cheer mm. in his soul. That's mm. the way he, that Sean. Shreve I don't know if you it. totally interpreted that I get accurately. I get that guy. I totally do. From the 214, I pay $600 for home lights, just the front outline. I, I was 
shocked when I learned how much it was. Because, like, when we were kids is my mom would just give us, like, I don't know, she'd be like, well, you get to live here, so go put these lights up Real, in the bushes. Yeah. Or maybe you would get 10 bucks and you thought it was the greatest day that it ever happened. But You're you like, didn't line the house, did you? No, no, we just, like, put them up in the bushes, yeah. and it was definitely looked like a kid did it. You know, you weren't like, that was professionally done. And then eventually they evolved to the net that you could throw over oh, the bushes. I love the net. Which, at first, I was like, how the hell is that precision there? And they're like, oh, it's just a net. And I thought that was wild, and... Yeah, when I learned how much it was to get somebody You're to like, climb I'm up miserable the... at this. Yes, it perfectly lined. <laughs> that person's line by amazing. Line. Yeah. And then, it, but it makes sense because like they go up on the roof and everything to hang the lights. It's just kind of jarring when you hear that. 600 whatever the amount that you're paying for it is yeah for or sure maybe you man. just do it yourself yeah or know. you get the have you seen the the lights you just stick the stake in the ground and it shoots lights at your at your house and it yeah. looks like it's all set up uh, the oh, yeah. starlight yeah. is your question have i heard of the starlight <laughs> yes you is Star your question do i have one starlight no do i have two starlights yes would i still like more starlights of course i would Corey. was that your question absolutely it i think was. the starlight is badass if you want to know something about me as a person and if you think it's trashy well i can live with that too don't worry about it all right so my cowboys question is all right so it's a fact Dak and the cowboys have got to be better on third down like that's just a thing that we all need to accept now, the question is, how can they do it, or do you think it's achievable? Now, I started researching this because you brought this up yesterday, Corey, is there was a stat from ESPN Stats and Info. Yes, is that's where I got it from. Dak went 4 of 12 for 49 yards and two interceptions on third and fourth down Sunday. So, I think we can all agree across the board that is very bad. Prescott has completed an NFL low 43.3% of his passes on third and fourth down this year Yep. with one touchdown and three interceptions. And here's the part that brings in the buzzword name. No QB has posted a completion percentage that low on those downs since Tim Tebow in 2011. Dude's a winner. Like, I, I don't know what you, uh-huh. what your problem, what are you, are you trying to show this stat? As a negative against maybe one of the greatest winners of all time. That I, never got a chance to show his worth in the NFL. I feel like he did get a chance and maybe people were like, mm, that's okay. We he won a playoff game. Yeah, no, he did. And then never got another shot at it. I don't know if that is totally how I thought that played out as well. But the point is, it's been really the bad. Greatest quarterback in college football history. Okay, that's, that's probably I'm right. I'm not here to argue with any of that. But would we all agree we would prefer our professional quarterback? Mm-hmm. Not be Tim Tebow. I see where you're going. You're going to make a debate that Cooper Rush is four and no. one, and Dak is two and two. No, that is not what I'm doing oh, at all. I like where you're going with this. No, <laughs> I hate where you're going with this. This is going to be a long ass day. This is the first segment. Is here's the thing. Dak has historically been really good. Yeah. On third down, so I decided to look down the years with Dak. So. This year, the Cowboys are 24th in the league in third down conversion rate at 37%. So that is poor, poor, poor. So you're talking about about the bottom fourth of the league. But in Dak's five other full years, here's how he finished. 10th, 2nd, 15th, 6th, and 9th. That's an average of 8. So we go from bottom quarter to fringe top quarter of the league at 43.1%. He was only below 40% conversion rate on third down one time. 
And even then, it was 39.83. So if you want to round up, you can make an argument. He has never had a complete season where they're at 40% or lower. And I know you might be thinking like, oh, 30, 37% is not that far away. But in the NFL, that is a huge difference of three percentage points that could move you way up. And he has averaged 43% across yeah. his career. So we're way down. I do think this is a playoff team. I, I think if you... Oh, yeah, me if, too. If you're looking at the Cowboys and go, well, they're not going to make the playoffs. I think you need to look at where the seven seed is right now in the NFC and who the eight seeds are. If the Cowboys finish nine and eight, they're making it. And they're going to finish better than nine and eight. Is I think this goes into your playoff chances. Is that... I assume come playoff time, remember the San Francisco game last year, you're going to be in a battle. It's it's really tough that you're going to actually face a team in the playoffs that has a horrible defense, that you're going to be able to say, man, I, I think 30 is easy. Can we get to 40? It could happen in the flow of a game, but it's going to be a battle to get first downs. It's going to be a battle to get touchdowns. They're not going to come easy in the playoffs. And so – when you look at if you struggle on third down slash struggle on fourth and short, how are you going to get by? I know the first one might not be the uh, toughest matchup, Seattle or Tampa yeah. Bay or San Francisco. And we've seen what San Francisco did to us last year in the playoffs. Yeah. And now they have to hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey 20 times uh, against us this, this upcoming time if you play them in the first round. So I look at this stat and I go, it's interesting. The reason I think it has to get better is – it has to prove to Cowboy fans that you can win in the playoffs. And if this doesn't get much better, how do you expect to win in the playoffs if on third and fourth down you really struggle to convert? I will say, Kevin, going to look at what they did against Green Bay late in that game. Right. Here's one of my suggestions. Okay. If you need four yards or three yards or two yards, don't call for a play that requires a lot of time in the pocket. Yeah. That requires a lot of time for... You need three yards, not 15. Yeah. So why are why do you have three receivers that are running? You have one that's running 15, one running 20, and another one in the end zone, and then you have two guys that are very easily picked up by linebackers going in the flats. That's not a good play call there to set Dak up for success. You need to call something that's going to get the yards you need. Okay, so would you be better and with— And not short of the sticks either. Sure. Okay, I agree. That feels like the most infuriating play in football or yes. perhaps— the flag coming out on the big play that you know is a hold deep down in your heart. Or not coming out yeah. whenever pass interference was clear. Uh, yeah, maybe. Very clear. It, maybe. is So you would prefer a stagger pattern of maybe like even your 5, 10, 15 yards as opposed to your 15, or 20 end hell, zone. Hell, a rub route that, cre- that gets a, a receiver open. Something that's going to get a receiver open quickly and not allow them to sit back in coverage and sit on you, and also pressure. Offensive line had to hold up too late there, and while you wanted Dak to take off and have a lane to run through, he didn't, man. So that play, that fourth down play specifically, was poorly executed. I think they were still very emotionally frustrated by what happened on the non-pass interference before. The other thing, man, that really well, does it, irritate No, no, not, not necessarily. I, I still think the Cowboys were, um, but the... The uh, you know, when it comes to to this third and fourth down, like there is something to be said for what Kellen Moore is frequently calling, yeah. And then there's also something to said of be said of Dak just has he has to be. Hell, the Shanahan's talked about it, Kevin. I don't know if y'all got a chance to listen to that audio. At some point, you can run all over the place, but at some point to win a championship, you have to be in the pocket, and make big time throws, and sure. the best quarterbacks have delivered on those moments. Whenever a team thinks. 
man, we got them right where we want them. They make the throws that say, no, you don't have us anywhere. We got you. The other thing I would really like to see, and I don't know if you think this falls more immediately on Kellen Moore or perhaps Mike McCarthy, or maybe they just need to collaborate together, is there has to be times in the game, spots in the field, etc., where you go to third down and understand, is this a two- down or a one down scenario yeah you like i i know that that caught my attention in the overtime but like let's say it's the second quarter you're at the opponent's 45 yard line and there's still eight minutes and the game's tied or whatever the specific scenario is i don't think it should be too difficult to go have those guys collaborate and be like this is a two down scenario or a one down scenario and then you adjust your play call accordingly because if it's third and four and you know hey we're going for it you might adjust accordingly. You might open up a run play for consideration. I'm not saying you have to run the ball, but you might have that for consideration. Or if you're like, no, if we don't make it, we're punting. Yeah, I think my my understanding in the history of Aaron Rodgers is that he wants two plays. Sure. Give me two plays before we go back out there after this timeout. That way I know I have this play, and then the next play we're going to hurry up and we're going to make this happen. So I think that's a great op- option there. But Dak has to be better in these situations clearly and the Cowboys have to be able to give him provide him the things that he does well to get them there now we got a whole lot of feedback about the Christmas lights including two people that are legitimately angry that we don't put up our own Christmas lights I do apologize if that bothers I I do not I cannot do the house I don't want to die I don't want to get paralyzed I'm not getting on a second floor and then putting a ladder on it on the roof yeah. and then trying to line the house. Be like Chevy I, Chase style. Yeah, I love the house being lined for Christmas, but I am scared to do it myself because I have before and come close to falling. And at that point, I said, what am I doing? From the 214, I'm a Christmas light installer. We aren't cheap. 450 a foot. I did see somebody say $450 a foot? $4.50 a foot. I saw other so people. You have 100 feet. In the $3.50 range. I don't know what the appropriate rate is for that. Then we've got a fan, Casey. She's awesome. She said, I'm about to spend $700 and then locked in for $325 for the next two years. And then two and four. Mine was $600 for the first year. Now $275 per year after. And that is a frequent thing I have noticed is you get the one price for the first year because it also comes with like getting the lights and everything. And then after that, it's probably closer to about half price every year going forward. And then something we need to figure out real quick, Corey. How much credit does Joey get for the Eagles losing? Because he did boldly proclaim in the combo platter that the Eagles were going down. Now, is it true that he said to the Raiders? Yes, that is true. And then the Colts? Yes. However... We eventually landed with the commanders, and he said the Eagles are going down, and that's what happened. He did stick to that, you know, once we figured out what the schedule was. So I will stick with 100% credit that he gets there because he predicted they would lose. Like, that was the most important factor out of the entire thing was he did predict they would lose. Uh, So do they play the Raiders this year? Nobody really knows the answer to that question. (laughs) Maybe. But 
I guess that w- that would be their second loss uh, based on Joey's continued. Oh man, I'll tell you this: lose the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah, if it's the Raiders or the Colts, I'm predicting them to lose now for sure because <laughs> of because of Joey's confidence there. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we will talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider Mickey Spagnola. Plus, forget London. How would you like to see more of the NFL in Germany? All of it next, right here on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And Prescott will fake it to Pollard. Back to throw. Deep left. Lamb, 10, 5. Walking in. Touchdown, C.D. Lamb. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We got Positivity Joey running our board today, and I love it. Right now, brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? It's going better now that I see it doesn't matter how good your team is. They're going to get a garbage loss on their record in the NFL. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. You always lose one you shouldn't you shouldn't lose. And I think last night was a perfect example, especially playing at home, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And so we were kind of discussing which loss was worse. And I, I said the Eagles because they lost at home. I, I, I realized that neither one of the teams that – Eagles or Cowboys lost to were the best, although if Washington was in another division, they could be tied for first place. Is I'm still frustrated that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers season is still alive because Aaron Rodgers has had the Cowboys number multiple times, and I just wanted us to be the ones that put their season down. Well, it, it was set up, right? It was ready to go down. 
uh, and the Cowboys let him out of jail. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the shame of this thing is you scored 21, 28 points. Yeah. No matter, you know, what happened, interceptions, this play, that play, you scored 28 points and you lost. There's only two other teams this past week that lost when scoring at least 28 and points. And you know the Bears are one of them. The Bears were one of them, and Buffalo in overtime was another. Both of those teams scored 30 and got beat. All the other teams that scored 28 or more won their games, including Washington. It puts up, what, 32? Yeah. Seriously? So that was one, two, three, four, five uh, teams that had 28 or more won. And only two others lost other than the Cowboys. So, you know, we can complain about, you know, third downs, uh, interceptions. They scored 28 points. Yeah. I don't care where you score them. They scored 28 and got beat. Yeah. So this defense has to get it together. If you this team's going to go forward, league, well, I'm it, thinking if you score 25 to 30 points in a game, you ought to win. I agree. So, Mickey, did you feel like from Mike McCarthy's press conference yesterday, uh, he is saying we are now going to be more concerned about rushing lanes and not concerned about getting to the quarterback. If you get to the quarterback on first and second down, congratulations, but you're only going to do it by staying in your lanes first. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of been, you know, what the, I think philosophy has been for the last, you know, several weeks. Uh, when you, when you see them giving up this many rushing yards, you know, uh, over more than a hundred in seven of nine games, and, and, and more than uh, what 200 in, in, in like three you can't win that way and you know we've seen this before when the defense uh, cannot stop the run uh, at some point you know it's going to cost you and you know it didn't cost you against the bears uh, because their defense was pathetic mm-hmm. but it cost you in this and you knew it was going to happen that's that's the that's the bad part because if you looked at the Packers' history of running the football, they were averaging 131 yards a game, and 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 three times they had at least 199 yards, which means the other two were 200. Well, now they got three 200-yard rushing games, so you knew that going in, um, and and you know if you looked at where the Bears were having. Uh, a field day running the ball, it was that toss pitch to the outside. The defensive ends have to do a better job of holding down the edge. And it's the right edge of the defense that has faltered. They can't seem to find a defensive end over there who will consistently play the run, who will hold down the edge. You cannot get caved in inside. Uh, and and to me, the other thing is, and maybe this had more to do uh, with losing Anthony Barr, because in, in a couple of the previous games, when teams go two tight ends, the Cowboys were playing three linebackers. Well, they didn't do that that I saw in this game. And the Bears were in 
two linebackers and three line, I mean, two tight ends and three tight ends over and over and over again. And the Cowboys were out there with their three safeties and two linebackers. So uh, if they're, you know, everybody's worried about getting another wide receiver, maybe they should have worried about getting another linebacker or getting Anthony Barr healthy uh, because that's where teams are taking advantage of them. The uh, the red ass part that happened in the in the locker room where <laughs> yeah. everybody was yelling at each other. McCarthy likes it, it, but it's there's a fine line between finger pointing and like a constructive. You know, we got to get better at this stuff. Well, no, it wasn't finger pointing. It was guys on defense, uh, you know, just kind of airing their frustration uh, with each other. Micah it, Parsons called it disgusting. Well, it They're, was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it was. He didn't. He didn't point out, you know, this guy or that guy. That was disgusting. He was talking about yeah. the entire group, right? And and, and he was right. And, and and he said it was bad, and it was bad. Uh, you know, and you know, I'm sure when he's sitting there and he's seeing um, offensive linemen come off the line of scrimmage, uh, scot free to to you know muscle up with him. Uh, I, know, I bet that gets frustrating. And so, you know, they, they had too many times guys on the defensive line got washed out. Uh, and, and the linebackers, it, it's a mismatch, right? 320 yeah. against 250, who's going to win? So, yeah, I mean, I was standing there, and it was mostly the, the you know, the kind of the secondary guys that were doing all the squawking kind of out loud in the locker room. Uh, and and I, I'm with McCarthy. Yeah, you ought to be frustrated. You ought to be pissed at each other. Uh, you just got to do a better job of, of concentrating on stopping the run. Because what do you think Minnesota's going to do? They're yeah. going to try and run yeah. the ball. Right? Well, you knew that. But they also have Green an elite B. wide receiver to yes. beat you down, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, I, got a, I got another one for you, Mickey, off of that. And I know it's, you're talking about running, but I noticed on one of the plays, they had nobody lined up to the left side, a wide receiver, Green Bay. And it looked like Diggs wanted to go to the other side. And he decided not to, and I'm sure because they don't know when Aaron Rodgers is going to snap the ball. He's a genius at like, all right, they're starting to move and are confused. I'm going to snap it now before they can get set. And that was one of the plays where Sammy Watkins caught a ball that Kelvin Joseph covered him well. It just he never saw the ball, and the ball got into uh, uh, Watkins for about, I don't know, let's say 15 yards. Are they going to make sure to just line Justin Jefferson away from Diggs and then now we also have an issue with Justin Jefferson coming up? No, because if if you were uh, after Anthony Brown went out, they had Diggs following Lazard. Okay. They thought he was the, the biggest threat. And they basically shut him down until he caught the pass there at the end. Uh, sometimes, and you know what, I've asked that question before because I never understood when uh, a, an offense would motion uh, the, wide, the wide receiver on one side of the field to the other and it would create an imbalance and the one corner would stay there with no corner over there. And it's just the defense they call. It, and they're probably in zone at that point. When, okay. when he doesn't follow them, that basically is telling the quarterback they're in zone. That's why they put guys in motion a lot. 
And if he's fouled, then they know it's in man. So, yeah, I've seen that before, and I never understood it because they get two wide receivers to the one side, and it's like, well, now the the safety kind of shadows over there. The linebacker kind of gets in the way and the guy in the slot. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember the play where you know, Diggs was on that side. But for the majority of the game, especially when they went three wide, uh, he was – uh, you know, he was the guy that was on Lazard. So, you know, and, and, and that's another thing that gets overlooked is you, you lose Anthony Brown and now you got a rookie starting in the slot uh, at cornerback. And now you've got Kelvin Joseph coming in who has not played very much cornerback. Uh, and, and they got to hope that Anthony Brown, uh, you know, gets out of concussion protocol in time to play because otherwise – you're going to have Bland and uh, Kelvin Joseph out there starting against that wide receiver core. And, yeah, that'll, that'll be a very difficult chore with the amount of times uh, we know that, you know, not only does Minnesota want to run the ball, they want to throw deep an awful lot with Kirk Cousins. Appreciate the detail very much today, sir. Let's catch up again tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. We're the KNC Masters. Bye, Mickey. Yeah, I guess I should have said that. Thank you. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. And I actually want to transition over to this. Forget London. What would you think about more NFL football in Germany so you get reactions like this? Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Listen to this, dude. Seeing it, dude, at the top of their lungs. I'm telling you, man, the game was fine, but the atmosphere. Tom Brady said that the Munich game was one of the greatest football experiences he's ever had. And if you talk about fever for the NFL, they had three million ticket requests for that game. That, that stadium Would you say with an M with an M Holy that stadium geez. does not hold three million. Of course, why not? Uh, because of physics. I don't I don't know. I heard you can build extra things out of uh, shipping containers. That is true with unfortunate side effects. But yeah, they had three million people. And then the commissioner has said they will have at least four games in Germany through 2025. And so I started to look up some flight information just to check. You know how much we've talked about, like, does the NFL eventually want to expand out to London? Yes. Did you know, and I check from Dallas, Los Angeles, and New York, just as kind of like my hubs across the United States, the flight to Germany, to Munich specifically, as opposed to London, is one hour longer. Now, I get it. It's a long flight either way, but it's only an hour longer. So if you were going to expand, maybe you should consider that as an expansion destination. How long is the flight then, Kevin, you it's, said? It depends on How, where okay, Dallas. It depends on where you're leaving for. It's approximately 10 hours and then uh, 9 hours and then 10 hours, I believe, or 10 hours and then 11 hours. Cuz they flew from Seattle. Yeah. Like think about that for a second. It's actually you, it, this Hold on, is it faster from Seattle? I think it's the same, 
Because I think you go a different direction. Well, like you go a different direction from Seattle as opposed to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actually the flights are about the same. That's really that's wild. That is. Look at you going and doing some stuff like that, trying to make I sure people to know. know. I, do you want to know why they were singing that song? Because they love West Virginia. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's a popular sing along song for Oktoberfest in Munich. So at the events oh. that are going on, people get drunk and it's an easy song to sing. And you're just sitting there drinking Oktoberfest beers and you're like, yeah, country road, take me home. So there you go. And somebody said go to a West Virginia game. But like, at least that makes more sense to me. Like we're in West Virginia, uh-huh. but in Germany, that would not have been my first guess. Go to a Wisconsin game and watch them play uh, uh, the what's the song? Sweet Home Alabama. No, they were doing it at oh. Green Bay. It's not. Jump around. Oh, okay. Jump around. So I I just, I think that they would be epically fascinating, and they're going to have four games in Germany through 2025. Like, so it looks like one per year. So they're going to try this out a little bit more. And I can't help but wonder if the ticket requests remain up there and they're already thinking about potential expansion for London and Mexico City. I am curious where this will actually take the NFL, not like in the next year or two, but over years and years and years. And then a couple more quick notes for you from that game. Did you see Devin White flew out to Germany just a few hours after finding out that his dad had died? Oh, I did not. I knew Fournette like had problems with his, his passport, uh, passport yeah. but I didn't know that about Devin White. And then Tom Brady fell three passes short of matching Aaron Rodgers for the longest consecutive run without an interception. And it's He's all, only have two this year, bro. Yeah. One in the first game and one in this most recent game. Yeah, absolutely. And so he fell just a little shy of that record. However, they did win the game. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Paschak. Houston fires their GM and the Rangers general manager takes another job. Next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Peace-a-thon is a week from tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a segment tomorrow about Peace-a-thon with Derek Holland. But right now, oh. it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Masek. All right, so first Baseball Nugget, which happened over the weekend, is John Daniels is back in the game. John Daniels, who was relieved of his duties Does- mid-season from, from the Rangers, which was very shocking to, I think, everybody uh, in the organization and everybody outside the organization. We were, I, I, I was in the hospital. We had just had Noah. Oh, are you okay? And so, no, we're yes, yeah. I'm fine. Is we had just had Noah, and somebody called and asked about something else entirely, and they were like, "Oh yeah, can you believe the JD thing?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, he needs to be careful because now that Woody's gone." And they're like, "No, he just got fired." I was like, "What?" And so I was shocked by that. But also him taking another job, doesn't that kind of put to rest this ridiculous narrative that some folks tried to start that he was going to retire anyway? Well, that's what I was going to talk about here is it's interesting that he's doing this. Now, 
usually a senior advisors, because I'll say this, like, I think people don't want to hear this because they were so mad, and maybe people don't even know who he is now, but John Hart used to be the general manager yeah. of the Rangers. He was with me in Cleveland. Uh, I was here in Texas when he was here uh, in Texas. And I like John Hart, but I understand why the majority of Ranger fans do not like John Hart. John Hart was a senior advisor to John Daniels. Yeah. And I don't think people really knew that, but I mean, they had a relationship. He would call on on John Hart a few times, I'm sure, and ask his uh, assessment and evaluation of certain players or how to maybe talk to this general manager or who's really in charge of this organization as a young general manager that John Daniels was at the time. So John Daniels does go to Tampa, and it makes me wonder that question of you heard that he probably was just going to retire at the end of 2022, let Chris Young take over. I don't know if he would become president, too, but really let Chris Young, it's your ship now, I've retired. 2024, we'll see. And it makes me think, was he going to I leave the Rangers organization? And, and that's why I don't buy it. I didn't buy it then, and my, maybe he was going to transition into that spot, and I'm all for that. But, like, make no mistake about it. This wasn't an early retirement. He got fired. Yeah. And it makes me also wonder, will John Daniels be a general manager slash president either or in the near future? Yeah. As in, yes, you just got fired. I mean, honestly, I think he does have a good name around baseball. But I also think his resume of the last six years of Rangers baseball also hurts him a little bit. Yeah. I don't think teams could immediately sell. We've hired John Daniels as general manager, president of our organization, because I do think quite a few fans and media would go, wait a second. I understand 2009 through about 2016. What about 2017 through 2022? What happened there? And is he still good at this it is amazing i so i of course because of that probably went too far into the comments and depending on what side you're on there are people who are like good luck and there are other people like god what a steal we just got one of the smartest most respected people in baseball and i was like the shine's kind of off on him man yeah so uh you know senior advisor and pretty much it is what it is. You're advising. You don't really make decisions, but you kind of influence decisions. Or yeah. you might help out if you have a good relationship with a certain agent or a certain organization and the Tampa general manager or president doesn't, then maybe you have JD step in there and help out with the situation, whether it's a current player on your team or trying to get a player in the offseason or trying to uh, get a trade through that you feel like there's an impasse and maybe a John Daniels can help out yep. with that. So I totally get uh, why Tampa would want him as a senior advisor. I just wonder how quickly he could become a general manager or president yeah. again. And I might be told, hey, he doesn't want to do that anymore. But but if he I don't did, know. do you think that's going to happen? If he wants to be a general manager, president again, I do believe somebody will hire okay. him to be a general manager and president. I'm not saying anytime soon. Maybe next offseason his name starts getting brought up again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that having kind of a year off, the other thing too is he's going to go to a team, Tampa. I, I do think can, Tampa's constructed to win 90-plus games next year. Yeah. He's going to a very good team with very limited funds. They, they can't really keep all their best players around for a long time, but – I do think he's going to a good organization. The most shocking news that happened. (laughs) This was shocking. Is 
I don't think many people are following this because it's football season. The Houston Astros fired their general manager. I mean, they didn't do that great this year. They just won the World Series. And, and remember, they also, when they brought back Dusty Baker, they were like, we've been evaluating. And I was like, evaluating what? You won the World yeah. Series. Like, bring him back. And I get where Dusty Baker, you could see him retiring. I believe he's 74 yeah. years old. So it's, it's not like... And, and, and uh, you know, you brought him in because you had an S show yeah. happening with the <laughs> yeah. cheating scandal yeah. going into COVID. Obviously, you didn't know it was going to go into COVID. But then, you know, you, you, get, you get that and you're like, we have to have a guy that can steady the ship. A guy that's been around for a yeah. long time that can handle this. And Dusty Baker... Uh, has been great at that. And there's a lot of talent on that team. And I get that the Houston general manager hasn't had to make a whole bunch of tough decisions lately because the people before him really set up this thing perfectly. I mean, think about what they have in place and what they do have in place is whoever takes over, and I'm sorry if if it, it's already been named that this is now the general manager. I, I didn't see that yet, that it's been official, that they've hired somebody as their general manager. I was on Houston's page uh, on MLB Trade Rumors, and I didn't see, like, it's official. He's the new general manager. Maybe I missed that, and I'm sorry if I am. But I just found that going, wow, that's amazing. Now, Houston, real quick, because that's a major competition for the Texas Rangers. They're going after Anthony Rizzo. So can you imagine that wow. lineup adding Anthony Rizzo into the middle of no, it? No, I don't want to either. So uh, <laughs> they are going to go strong after Anthony Rizzo. Now, the other rumor is Justin Verlander might not be a Houston Astro next year. He's uh-huh. really looking for a major payday. And the Astros, like we said, going into the playoffs. Three years, you think? I don't know. I think at least two. Yeah. But at over $40 million a year. Sure. And he said, hey, man, the two New York teams, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Dodgers uh, look like viable places for me to go to. The other thing that I don't know is he does have a very famous wife. And I don't know Kate Upton's career, like where it's at and everything, but Houston might not be the best place to be living long-term as a model. I don't know that. I don't know the model world. That's an interesting point. But if he's looking at New York and L.A., does that make more sense for his family and his wife that Kate Upton is in New York or L.A. living full-time and maybe has more job opportunities? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. And then Houston does have seven quality starting pitchers. So if they lose Justin Verlander, they're down to six quality starting pitchers. Now, Verlander is their best. You could argue that Framber Valdez has become their best. But last year, his ERA, he's probably going to win the Cy Young here pretty soon when those awards come out. The next thing that I have to say, though, about the Mets possibly pursuing Justin Verlander, I'm hearing that they might not be pursuing as hard as you think Jake DeGrom. And the Rangers might be pursuing Jake DeGrom the hardest. That's great for the Rangers. But then let's ask this question, who I was talking to a former Mets farm director over uh, the weekend, who it's, it's interesting how we still have a relationship. I won't get into that, but he's like, hey, what does it say if the Mets aren't going that hard after Jacob DeGrom, who they've groomed, who they've had, and they might not be willing to go to that like $45 million mark I think it tell- because of his injury history? I think it tells you why you have a shot at him. Like, otherwise, unless you're going to overpay or take a risk, why would people come to the Rangers? Like, Simeon and Seager didn't come to the Rangers because they're like, oh, this is the best place to win. No, we paid them the most money. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom's not going to come here because we give him the best chance to win. It's going to be because we took a risk on him why and probably you, gave him the most money. Why did you, Darvish, come here? Because he had no other choice. 
Like yeah, we, we, you won we, the bidding. Yeah, yeah. like uh, the Rangers with free agency, it has to be yeah. something extreme that they really don't have another if, choice other than take that yeah. and make I mean, money. if you're lucky, you're paying him a million and a half a start. Yeah. If he makes 30 starts, what if he makes 15 starts? I, and that Three is, million a start. That is a possibility. If it was 2012, I'd be like, come on down. But we are where yeah. we are, and if he comes here, it's going to be because we gave him the most money. And I will be super excited. Do not get me oh, wrong as I end this. I will be pumped up if the Rangers get Jacob DeGrom, but there are warning signs out there right now there about are. Jacob DeGrom. We're the KNC masterpiece right here <laughs> on well, that's confusing on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Mike asks all the football questions right here on 105.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.